0: An Olympic coach is thrown out of the Olympics for punching a horse. A robot cafe has opened in Tokyo to eliminate loneliness. And people are urging visitors to please stay away from the dildo sign. These are the Weird Stories for Monday on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thank you for joining me. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I have three weird stories from all over. Let's go a german pentathlon coach was thrown out of the tokyo game olympics for punching a horse i don't know what the horse said but it was obviously inappropriate possibly racist let's find out what happened with this racist horse <laughs> yeah no horses aren't racist guys horses embrace all races yeah get it races and races because they're horses okay bad joke sorry moving along a German modern pentathlon coach. Not to be confused with a German old school, ancient pentathlon coach. We want to let you know it's a German modern pentathlon coach. Yes, yes, I'm a very modern coach. Yes, don't confuse me with old Greek games. This is very modern Olympics I am coach of. The German coach was thrown out of the Tokyo Olympics for punching a horse during a competition. Uh, I assume the coach wasn't riding the horse. The coach was on the sidelines. And the horse wasn't performing up to par and then entered the competition, the field, and punched the horse. Or maybe the horse was punched at halftime for not doing what it's supposed to do. I need more information. There's no video of this, uh, perhaps, thankfully. Kim Reisner was trying to assist German Annika Schlu as she battled to control Saint Boy. That's a cool horse name, Saint Boy. I love horse names, man. They, They have the best... Have you ever been to like a horse race track or a dog race track? You just, I don't even know anything about horse racing or dog racing. I just pick based on the names. I'm like, ooh, Mariah Carries Cleavage, putting three bucks on that. Uh, so Saint Boy couldn't control, couldn't be controlled, it says, uh, during the show jumping round in the women's event. So you punch the horse. That's reasonable. That's a reasonable. Uh, maybe, well, look, look, I don't know anything about training horses for jumping over shit. Maybe that's how you do it. The horse ain't jumping, you punch it. Uh, Athletes are given only 20 minutes to bond with an unfamiliar horse before their round. And Schlu, who had been leading the field, was in tears as she came into the ring. 20 minutes to bond with an unfamiliar horse. Does this mean they can't bring their own horses to the events? They just give them a horse? That could be dicey if you're given a horse that just, I don't know. You don't know where this horse has been. You want to bring your own horse to the Olympics, I'd imagine. Gold is on the line. Silver is on the line admittedly bronze is also on the line, but that doesn't really count. You win a bronze, you don't tell anybody. Saint Boy, which is the name of the horse, who had already proven a tricky ride for his first athlete, bucked and refused to trot around the course with a number of people on social media raising concerns about the way Schlu and Raisner were treating the horse. Well, this horse was bucking and refusing to trot, so the, the horse should have been just removed from the competition initially. If that's the case, uh, or at least, at the very least, after the first athlete couldn't control the horse, should be removed. I mean, you got unlimited horses, right? You're the Olympics. You are the Olympic committee. You're given unlimited resources, I'd imagine. Did you hear how many condoms they had? 160,000. You mean to tell me they don't have an extra horse? Of course they do. They could have given and Weisner. Am I saying it correctly in German? The world governing body for modern pentathlon, which is also known as the UIPM, can be Can't believe that exists. Acknowledged these concerns ahead of the men's event on Saturday and then issued a statement revealing Weisner's punishment. The statement reads The UIPM executive board has given a black card to the Germany team coach Kim Weisner, disqualifying her from the remainder of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Here's a quote. The EB reviewed the video footage that showed Miss Weisner appearing to strike the horse Saint Boy ridden by Anna Kashlu with her fist, with a big closed fist, struck the horse with a fist during the riding discipline of the women's modern, modern pentathlon competitions. Not to be confused with ancient Greece pentathlon competition. This is modern pentathlon competition. So uh, the EB decision was made and the. Uh, It says, before the resumption of the men's modern pentathlon competition. So you're not supposed to be punching animals anywhere that people can see you. This is the problem. You can't really do that. You can't be on video punching animals. I know sometimes you want to punch an animal. Sometimes you got to punch an animal to control it for the safety of everybody. Like let's say you're working at a... You know a local carnival, and there 's little donkey rides for the kids, and the donkeys are bucking and kicking kids around. then you have to punch that donkey, but you can 't get caught on video punching the donkey okay you 'll lose your job, and when you 're working at one of those local carnivals, you need that job all right it 's very important because you need dental care. you really do Have you seen those people that work those those carnivals They need supreme dental care, so they need to keep their job so if you 're going to punch an <laughs> I'm sorry, let me, let me, listen, Jonesy nor Weird AF News condones punching animals. Let's just be straight here. We're trying to get laughs, guys, trying to get laughs. You shouldn't be punching horses. I'm just saying, if you're going to punch a horse, just don't get caught on camera doing it. A robot cafe opened up in Tokyo, and its aim is to eliminate loneliness, because when you're lonely, you need a companion, And what's better than a human companion? A robot companion. That's how you end loneliness. Tokyo, a cafe where robots serve customers, has opened in June. People with severe disabilities who have difficulty leaving their homes are going to be able to remotely control avatar robots that will deliver drinks and chat with the customers remotely while the customers are at this cafe. Okay, so you see what's going on here? You go to a cafe You're served by robots. These robots are controlled not by people in the cafe, people remotely controlling it, right? bringing you drinks, chatting with you through the avatar robot. They're disabled, and they're elsewhere. Who knows where they are? They're somewhere else in Japan. Maybe they're in a whole other country. I don't know. What are the possibilities here? They seem endless when you got remote-controlled robots. I want to control a robot from afar. I make that robot bring you a crazy drink. Oh, you ordered tea? Well, here you go. Irish coffee, coming right up. (laughs) Say some crazy shit to them. I would be entertaining these customers through my avatar robot. Now, how did all this come about? Well, it was a young robotics researcher who decided to make it his life's mission to eliminate loneliness through his experiences of social withdrawal. He put his cherished idea into practice, and now we have the Avatar Robot Cafe. This is amazing. It opened June 21st in the Nihonbashi District in the capital. It's raised funds for its operation through crowdfunding. Uh, The project was planned by Kentaro Yoshifuji, age 33, a robot researcher and co-founding CEO of Ori Laboratories Incorporated, if that's important for you to know. The cafe has 70 seats. Over about a 170 square meter space, serves various kinds of coffees, even food, serves lunch, serves breakfast. It's wheelchair accessible, including the stretcher type of wheelchairs as well. And it will be fully barrier free with a power supply for charging medical equipment, such as ventilators available for rent. Wait a minute, I'm confused here. I thought it was regular people at the cafe and the robots were being controlled by disabled people from afar who were trying to have a social life by interacting with anybody who came into the cafe. Now it sounds like the disabled people are also at the cafe. So do we have disabled people at the cafe interacting with robots that are controlled by disabled people that aren't at the cafe? Got to get some more information. Let's cut through this literature. Uh, The power supply for charging medical equipment. Ventilators are available for rent. So I guess if you got a COVID situation, you could just be in this cafe. If you're going to be on a ventilator for COVID, why be in a hospital? Just be in the cafe, being served by robots. Yes, I would like several scones served by a robot. That sounds like a great way to spend my afternoon on a ventilator, to be honest with you. It says here one of the special features of the facility is the 120 centimeter tall Oraheim D, which is a mobile robot that guides the cafe, serves customers, and directs the entire floor. Oh, it sounds like the the, uh, cafe manager. Oraheim D is not an automatic robot based on artificial intelligence, but rather each robot has its own operator. This is the reason why they are called Avatar. The person who operates the robot is called the pilot. Okay, where are these pilots? At the cafe, the pilots are people with severe physical disabilities from all over the country who suffer from intractable diseases, such as ALS and... Spinal muscular atrophy, and they have limited mobility. They control the robot remotely from their homes or hospitals. In addition, an ALS patient who used to be a barista will operate a custom made telebarista by inputting data into the computer to make a cup of coffee according to the customer's taste. Okay, so it sounds like we have disabled people in the cafe. Receiving delicious drinks that were made by disabled people that aren't in the cafe, controlling avatar robots. Wow, I can't wrap my head around this. We can't cure a nut allergy that I have, but we can make robots controlled by disabled people that are d- delivering drinks to other disabled people on ventilators. Can't cure my nut allergy, but we're on top of this, guys. Unbelievable what we're using our technology for. Can I get some relief from my acid reflux? Can we just? Can we do something? We got robots being controlled by people elsewhere, bringing you drinks. It's an avatar-controlled robot barista. Can I I have a night without acid reflux? Please, can we just do something? (laughs) What are we doing with this technology, guys? Oh, we got self-driving cars. But I can't enjoy Nutella. Is this how it's going to be? I have to live with this. Unbelievable. I don't mean to make it about myself, guys, but... Man, they got, a, they got a pill for restless leg syndrome, for crying out loud. Can we do something about the nut allergy? Got an EpiPen, I got to stab myself in the ass when I eat a nut? This is the best you got? You got robots being controlled by disabled people serving drinks made by a robot avatar barista being controlled by a, someone with ALS who used to be a barista. I mean, I can't believe it. Miracles here. Maybe I just need to go to Japan. Just uh I really would love to go to a cafe like this. This is why we got, we got to get... Guys, let's all just meet in Tokyo where all the weird shit is. Like the weirdest stuff is there. Can we meet there? I don't think they're allowing tourism right now. But when it opens up, guys, let's do it. We're going to go to the robot cafe. We're going to go to the, the poop museum. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Guys, the giant dildo sign is on private property. Please stay away. That's right. A town is urging visitors, please just stay away from the dildo sign. It's on private property. Hello. The dildo sign, if you don't know, has become a very popular tourist attraction. Ever since it was erected two years ago by talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. But the local service district that governs the area is once again urging people not to to get close, please stay away from the dildo sign. It's on private property. Where is the dildo sign, Jonesy? Good question. It's in Newfoundland. It's in a very small Newfoundland town. Uh, the town of the town is called Dildo, <laughs> in case you're wondering. <laughs> yes, D-I-L-D-O is a town in Newfoundland. The town of Dildo. It reminds residents and visitors in a Facebook post... That the giant Hollywood dildo sign sits on private property, everybody. It's private. The dildo sign is on private property. Stop hiking to the dildo sign that's on <laughs> private property. <laughs> so I don't know what you think you're doing this week, but if you, if you had plans to hike to a dildo sign, you might want to rethink your plans. It's on private property, guys. Although if you're going to put a dildo sign on your property, what the hell do you think is going to happen, man? I don't feel bad for you, you dummy. People are going to hike to your dildo sign. We live in a world of selfies. People want selfies in front of cool shit, in front of weird shit, next to weird shit. A giant dildo sign? You don't think people want selfies with that? Are you out of your mind? This is a total photo destination here. So, you know, if you don't want people on your private property, take down your dildo sign, man. Or rearrange the letters to say doily. Or something else. <laughs> I don't know. What can you make out of Dildo? You could do uh, Lido. You could put Lido, L-I-D-D-O. Now, now, no one's coming to your sign. They're not going to take a photo with Lido. So you could put it, then you could put the sign back to Dildo for a special events if you want. <laughs> we're going to put the sign, we're going to re-spell Dildo because we have a, well, it's 4th it's of July and so, you know, we want to, <laughs> we're going to light some fireworks around the Dildo. <laughs> i'd imagine people aren't just taking selfies with the dildo i'd imagine that they want to sit on the dildo sign be like look at it, i'm on a i'm on a giant dildo you know these kinds of jokes this is what you're going to get the dildo sign apparently went up two years ago i was unaware of it it was part of a bit on a american comic jimmy kimmel's talk show you guys familiar with this I guess it's a pretty good show. I don't really watch it. He seems funny enough, seems nice, like a jolly old soul. Like Santa with dimples, got nice little dimples when he smiles, a cutie. Uh, It says here in the Facebook post, the town outlines two main reasons why people should not try to hike to the dildo sign. Okay, get your notebook ready. Those of you who are planning on hiking to the dildo, those of you who wanted to go touch the dildo, the dildo sign, the first has to do with safety, of course. They say this sign is located on a rocky cliff where hiking is too dangerous. Are you stupid to put a dildo sign on a rocky cliff? You're just asking for trouble, man. You're you're just causing a situation where people are going to fall to their death trying to reach the dildo. You can't do these things, man. You've got to know. like, Try and envision a future if you just can. Have self-awareness. Try to think a couple steps in advance, guys. Just please. I know it's difficult. It really is. It's really difficult to use reason. I know it's hard. It really is. It's hard to think about others. It really is. I know. I know, guys. I know it's hard. But, but if you screw up something like this, people are going to die. So please just try, man. Try. Would you dildo sign, people? Try. Move it back away from a rocky cliff. How about that? Oh, no worries. The dildo sign is right next to an erupting volcano. No, no, nothing to see here. Okay, also it says here, and the other reason to not hike to the sign is that it's on private property and no matter which way people try to approach, it will be trespassing. I want to know who owns the dildo sign. Why don't you just build a safe fence around it and have someone there and just charge admission? Did the dildo sign. Why don't you make a little money. Give people what they want. Everybody's happy. Who's not going to pay five bucks to go get a photo with the dildo sign, man? People are going to do it. You serve, I don't know, you give them, you make up a little, a little dildo cocktail and you give them a drink while they're there. Yeah, enjoy, have a dildo cocktail, touch the sign, take a photo with the sign. Don't climb on top of the dildo, all right? It's not that kind of sex toy, guys. But please enjoy the dildo. Enjoy it. I just want to say the phrase, enjoy the dildo, like in a permissive setting. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to Economist.com and get your first month free. Yay! Hey, what's up, you crazy critters? Thanks again for being with me for Weird AF News, the Monday episode. I hope you enjoyed the Friday episode. It was all about Florida. I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida stories. That was tremendously helpful and very gracious of you. I appreciate that. You took time out of your own damn life to send me some Florida news. I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank some people who um, were nice enough to, well, one of them uh, increased their pledge on Patreon. That's Mr. Jeff Coleman. Jeff Coleman increased the pledge on Patreon. That means Jeff's giving me more money uh, than he was the previous month on Patreon, which is just very, very generous of Jeff. And I just want to give Jeff the love he deserves and a big shout out. Thank you, Jeff Coleman. I appreciate you. Appreciate you very much, man. And I hope you're enjoying the uh, content that's within the Patreon. He must be enjoying it. He must be enjoying it. Guys, there's some cool shit in there. You should check it out. Someone new to the Patreon, got to give some love. And uh, that would be Trey. T-R-E-Y. No last name, just Trey. Very mysterious fellow. Trey joined the Patreon, and I'm super psyched. Trey, I can't thank you enough, buddy, for showing just... Showing some major support. Just taking your support to a whole new level of Weird AF News. I'm sure you've told some friends about the show in the past. Pretty dope. But then when you join the Patreon, man, it's like, that's it, man. So, uh, listen, please dig around in that Patreon. Enjoy the bonus episodes. Download some of the stupid songs that I wrote for the show. (laughs) There's been some dumb ones. If you were to play them out of context, they would sound very strange. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. So check it out, Trey. I hope you enjoy that. And thank you again for joining the Patreon. I appreciate your support. Big time, bro. Big time. Shout out to Trey. If you guys want to do what Trey did, join the Patreon, support the show, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. It's easy. All you need is love. Love for weirdafnews. You can also go to weirdafnews.com, which is my website that that I pay for through the Patreon among other things, and uh, on there is a link to the Patreon, or you can uh, buy Jonesy a cup of coffee there too, another way to support the show. Uh, well, I'm still traveling, guys, so tr- trying, to put out, trying to put out the episodes, and uh, hopefully won't miss another one, but we're uh, you know trying to be on the case, guys, trying to stay on the case. So stick with me, bear with me, and uh, just love me, man. Love me like I love you.